It's Friday, March the 10th, 2023 to be exact. And today, at this moment, I'm about to present to you things you might not have heard. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but we're going to talk about them anyway here on the internets, of whether you're watching this via the live video or the recorded repeat video or the recorded repeat audio podcast. We thank you so much for joining us on this journey with us at The Conversation Project. Find out more about The Conversation Project itself at our website. This is theconversationproject.com. As previously stated, my name is Jay Cleveland Payne, and I am living, be, breathing, being your new side piece and so just thing here since last year sometime. And what we provide for you are today eight news stories that are the latest in yesterday's news, but dealing with information, politics, current events, and pop culture. And these are stories that were vetted by you, so you told me what best stories to talk about. We took the top 15 stories by your engagement and pulled eight of them, put them in a, a bit of a narrative sense. So they're the most popular ones, if you will. And we're going to present for those to you in mere moments. If we're not presenting the ones that you like the best, let me know. So I make sure that I'm focusing on the ones you really, really like. If we're not presenting ones that aren't making the cut, I will let you know and tell you what you can do to actually fix that. In fact, I'll tell you how to do that in about 10 minutes when we're done with the headlines. So stick around, check out the headlines. We'll tell you how you can get in on the feeds and keep things up. Spoiler alert, go to Facebook and Twitter and our accounts and just follow our stuff. It's that simple. But right now, let's get into the stories. As we said, eight stories that were vetted by you and curated by me for today's headline news. And starting off with a big headline. A late-breaking story here in the States that got more traction as it went overnight. Germany, shooting at Hamburg Jehovah's Witness Center, report local media. When we first got the story, there was not very much in the article other than the fact that a Jehovah's Witness Center was shot up in Germany. Now we know that seven people were killed and eight injured during a mass shooting at the Jehovah's Witness Kingdom Hall in Germany in the city of Hamburg. Hamburg police believe that there was just one person uh, doing the killing and occurred about 9 p.m. local time there, so it was about 3 o'clock in the afternoon here. Uh, they are continuing the investigation. The one person that they believe did the shooting is also dead, so there should be no other people to chase in this investigation. Motive not quite given at the moment. We're going to go deeper into the story as they take a little time to go into the motives of this Um just like here in the States, when these things happen, um, and even when you lose the perpetrator, there are still ways to figure out why things happen, and we need to know why. So we'll find out more as the Germans work this out. I know this is one that will be followed all weekend long. We will get you coverage. We'll make sure we put this in the feed anytime we get an update on this story. As you saw in our teaser graphic, The Price is Right is in the news. It's moving its production after five decades at Television City. What does that mean? Television City is uh, essentially the, the home where a lot of CBS shows were done on the lot. They're moving to Haven Studios, a new facility near Glendale where um, Fremantle is an investor. Uh, uh, Hackman Capital Partners plans to renovate Television City and The Price is Right will have to move to a new home at Haven Studios. Uh, the new facility will have 15 stages and production support facilities and offices for rent, which means it's not going away. Just the other the people, that the term um, tenants, have to go someplace else to work at there. Now, The Price is Right has been there, hosted by Bob Barker, since 1972, September 4th to be exact. Uh, regular stop on out-of-town tourist visits. That's why there's all those old people there. It's a big-time uh, tourist stop to be in the audience and get on The Price is Right. Of course, things are different now. 
the tourist stuff is coming back to life in a sense, but it's not as big as a public spectacle, if you will, because a lot of people don't do the game shows anymore. Still very popular. I don't know. Uh, well, if my daughter's sick at home, she watches YouTube, so she's not watching Prices Right and all those things like I did back in the day, which basically made it famous. Uh, but Prices Right still on the air, still giving out money, and still being run by Drew Carey, still wearing the beard. But uh, he's moving, literally moving studios from Studio City. Hillsong leaders accused of money laundering, tax evasions, shopping that would embarrass a Kardashian. This is not new news, but a no more allegations of the Hillsong organization, a large church group that is technically out of Australia, but has worldwide coverage, uh, being investigated by the Australian Parliament, um, just going over all the wrongdoings and the oddities that go on. Now, this is becoming a bit of a two-issue thing. Number one, groups that do bad things need to be handled as groups that do bad things. That's that's a given. The second part is it's making it's all as, as if uh, Christians need things and make them give bad names. It's one of those things that make people who are claiming to be Christian or, or taking that mantle seem kind of odd, seem kind of dumb for following people who do things like this. This uh, Hillsong is accused of money laundering and, and discrimination and um, sexual harassment as an organization while putting out lots of pretty music that your church probably sings every single week. It happens. Uh, it, it, it's just what it is. Now, this is not a this is not the time nor form to to either bash or celebrate the church in the story. Read the new story here as written. Go deeper into the story with Hillsong as they've gone. And this is one of those make your own decision. I'm not going to say do your own research because it's not so much research. This is not so much opinion. This is a fact of things listing down the lit line and you can have your ideas on how you feel about Hillsong itself and large mega church organizations like this because it's usually the larger churches because they have a lot of money flowing through them that can get hit for tax evasion and lot money laundering because the smaller churches are usually barely hanging on by a string. Not that they don't do bad things, but they usually don't get written up in the Christian post just by scope. So we reported uh, about a, a few, a week ago, I think later in the weekend, I think uh, a story in our feed on LLL RL Stein publisher of um, the goosebumps books, how he was going back and changing some of the language to be more inclusive, like taking out words like fat and stupid. Apparently RL Stein has this statement saying publisher edited books without his involvement. Hmm. R.L. Stein accused this classic of editing his Goosebumps series for potentially offensive material without his involvement. The punishment, the publisher had made edits to the works of other popular authors, including the late Roald Dahl and Ian Fleming. Now, they're backing off this. A classic is actually going back and, and unediting books or releasing books that are unedited going forward. But so far, they got through 100 Goosebumps books without R.L. Styles' permission, and apparently him not even knowing it, um, to taking out some things such as the word plump and turning it into cheerful and removing a reference to a character with six chins, which kind of is the point of the story. Uh, the publishers has been criticized, many publishers have been criticized for rearranging books because of PC stuff, because it's not nice. Although, at the same time, many people are trying to ban books because they don't like what's in them. So, you have to kind of pick and choose. Do you want to make all the books nice and pretty, or do you want books to be books and you let people read them and understand them? The whole thing usually comes down to context 
which R.L. Stein basically pointed out, the books are written this way to tell a story and as a certain time in a certain context, as we have progressed and moved on, it's okay to read the books and understand them in the same context. Quick sidebar, the biggest thing back in my day when I was younger was eventually trying to get rid of Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn because there were curse words and there was racism and it referred to black people as, as you know what. It's also a historic record of a time, even fictionalized, and uh, and oddly enough, extremely good books written for people at that age where uh, you could really get into them and understand the storyline because it was a bunch of teenagers doing mischievous stuff. Now, was the language good? No. Is the timings right? No. In context, did I realize that I wasn't a runaway slave and I was going to be um, chased down the river? I pretty much figured that one out pretty easily that I wasn't, you know, going to live on a riverboat and try to hide away from somebody. So let's try to pretend for a while, parents, that our children aren't, you know, complete sheep. They might actually be smarter than we are and they get the nuances of what's going on. And if they don't, why don't you just explain the nuances of what's going on instead of hoping that if they never see a thing, they'll never have the thing to deal with because it's still out there, even if you don't talk about it. That's how life goes. Gail King, seriously considering offer from CNN honcho Chris Litch for primetime talk show. Chris Litch has been given the reins of CNN, given the reins maybe a year ago. It's been in there for a while. But the big thing is he's not doing so well. As in all his tweaks and all his things he's doing to right the ship. Are making news. But not for the right reasons. The CNN morning show is a hot mess. And I continue to watch it because it's the <coughs> best and easiest way to to, to kind of get my news distilled to me. But yeah, it's not working. And I can see why new people wouldn't turn it on. I'm just used to watching it and haven't turned it off yet for a better alternative. Uh, the night, the, the nighttime stuff has been a big wash of mixing people around, moving people for the extra anchor stuff is sort of weird and playing Bill Maher on Fridays doesn't really make any sense except for getting some headlines. Gail King has been in discussion, at least in the background we hear for a long time to take on a CNN primetime show or the CNN show in general. And it looks like she's actually thinking about it. There is some working relations between CNN and CBS where Anson Cooper goes on 60 Minutes, you know, a couple times a quarter and does a quick story. But we shall see whether Gail King will do her thing and Oprah's best friend will help out and fix the CNN. We'll see how that works out. Let's move on to our next story. Robert Blake, actor acquitted of wife's killing, dies at 89. You probably didn't know Robert Blake was still alive. But yes, the any award-winning um, performer who, of course, tri was tried and acquitted in the killing of his wife, died on Thursday at the age of 89. Blake was a star of the TV show Beretta, which nobody remembers at this point because it was in the early 70s when it was out there. And he was one of the finest actors of his generation, he were told, until the whole murder case happened. And you can go back in history and go through that one uh, because it was one of those interesting uh, eyes on TV, eyeballs on TV all the time type, type um, trials at the time. And, of course, he was, you know, acquitted of the action. He is now passed at the age of 89. So here's one that's going to be a bit of a head-scratcher. The real Earth, Wind & Fire sues the fake Earth, Wind & Fire for infringement. 
There are two Earth, Wind, and Fires, or technically two touring bands going by the name of Earth, Wind, and Fire. One band is led by actual members, Hall of Famers, of uh, Verdine White and Philip Bailey, or, uh, surviving members of the band. The other band is made up of folks who sort of played with them for a while, so they're sort of the, a tribute-ish band, they're calling themselves a legacy reunion of folks that kind of got in and out, dropped from the from, from minor parts of the band. And the Philip Bailey-led thing, which calling Philip Bailey the leader of Earth, Wind & Fire almost got me killed at one point, uh, is suing the other guys because it's copyright infringement. You could buy a ticket for Earth, Wind & Fire, and you might not know who you're buying unless you're actually reading the fine print. Is it uh, White and Bailey's Earth, Wind & Fire, or is it the Legacy Edition? Make sure you know when you're buying that ticket. And you may enjoy either one. However, one of them is not the real one. One of them is essentially a cover band of folks that used to play in a band, while the other one is led by people who actually were in Earth, Wind & Fire. So, the more you know. And, finally... Man robs bank for $1 in Salt Lake City, waits to be arrested. A man entered a Wells Fargo branch and told the teller to call police. The teller gave him $1. He's a bank robber, of course. And the man refused to leave the bank. He got his money, a dollar, and didn't leave. So he sat down in the bank lobby and waited for police to arrive. Pretty calmly. He told the victims they were lucky he didn't have a gun. And then when the police got there, he was arrested and booked on local jail. Now, he said he wanted to go to federal prison and rob another bank to get more money. Because well, getting a dollar at a time is, yeah, not very efficient. So, yeah. Not sure how that's going to work out for him in the annals of um, good, good, good robbers, good, good colonels. Probably not too well. But we'll remember him for his $1 spree. Now, let's go to the teaser story for today. This is a story we could talk about if you deem it conversation worthy. And you do that by going to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash this is a conversation project and Twitter.com slash TH underscore conversation. Like, love, enjoy, read, engage in the story. The higher this story here gets because it's Friday, better chance we have to talk about it on Monday. We're going to go through the top 30 stories for the weekend. We'll get about 90 or so stories because we have Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and a little bit of Monday. We'll go to the top 30 stories and pull 10 of those to report to you Monday morning. We'll report on this one. The headline reads like this, a little tiny, so bear with me. Saturday Night Live editorial crew plans strike on April 1, first in show's history. The writers at Saturday Night Live are having some issues with the company, the people, the the actors, the the, the NBCs, but the writers, the editors of, uh, of, I should say, the editors of Saturday Night Live are having some issues, and they're not having their demands met to their satisfaction. There may be a strike come April 1st. Today, this is March, so there's still time for that, uh, but it looks like it is looming to happen. The first strike in the show's history, from the, for, for the editors at least, uh, we will see whether that actually plays itself out in a few weeks, or they'll make up, have fun, and go forward on the loving section. Like we said, if you want to talk about this story, just let me know by going to the feeds and engaging in the story. And the higher story, higher engagement gets, the better chance it gets there. If I see this in the range, more than likely it'll be put in there because I asked you to vote for this one. And so if this is one you want to vote up, please feel free. Now... Today's head sponsor is, yes, Hostage Tape. 
hostage tape is here and it's glorious, if you will. Now let's 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 be serious about for this for a second. Um, people with sleep apnea, people with sleep problems, people who can't sleep well, uh, are massive here in the United States and massive here around the world, and it's a big issue. And it can get expensive with CPAP machines and medication, things like that. There is something called mouth tape. It already exists. It's something there. I didn't make it up. And you just put this stuff over your mouth, and it helps you breathe. It's a lot like the Breathe Right strips that you put over to help pull your nose open. But this one basically closes your mouth so that while you're sleeping at night, it forces you to breathe through your nose. Better breathing through your nose. The strongest and most comfortable mouth tape on the planet comes from hostage tape. So go to our website. This is a conversationproject.com slash hostage tape. Check it out. And if you're having sleep problems, this may help you. Many of the of the testimonials say this basically has saved marriages and kept people together uh, because the snoring. So don't laugh at it too much. Take a look. Check it out. See if it's something that can help you out. If you go and buy hostage tape through our affiliate link, we get a little money. That's how it works. It costs you nothing extra. And that's how affiliate links work. But you might find the thing that may save your marriage, maybe your life, because of your sleep issues, could be this stuff here. Check it out. It's called Hostage Tape, and you can get it by going to our website, going to our affiliate link, if you will, at this. It's a conversationproject.com slash hostage tape. So let's talk about the Conversation Project very quickly. We are housed at this theconversationproject.com. Things we do for the Conversation Project. This podcast is video cast in various forms, also a newsletter as well. You get eight to ten stories every weekday morning to get your day started so you know what's happened in the past so you can go forward with stuff. It's interesting stories. Uh, we call ourselves your new side piece because we're not necessarily going straight down the headlines <coughs> or straight down the national news agenda. We're going through the new stories that are kind of off the beaten path to make sure that people see things that are literally conversational. Things like, hey, did you hear about this thing? So we do that. Now, for the month of March, we're doing that and we're being sort of beggars because you are the choosers. If you choose to help us out with the conversation project and all the things around um, more better media, if you will, the larger media pro project, you can go to our website at thisisaconversationproject.com slash partnerships or click partners button. There are links there for ways for you to directly partner up with us to help keep things going here. We're doing this all month of March. We're trying to get an extra $200. That's it. $200 of extra revenue per month. With that, we can hire a little help for some editing and buy a couple more pieces of gear that we have planned out to, to acquire over the next six, eight months to put into place uh, for going through. We have plans for stuff and for people we need a bit of more extra resources to make that happen. If you want to help us make that happen, you can directly help us out by doing that. You can also go to our sponsors page and click on any sponsor, and they're all affiliate links, so we get something back from those. But if you want to directly help out the cause, check us out at this is a conversationproject.com and go to the partnerships page. Now, it also helps us do um, the fun stuff that happens right now. And we're starting off with our today things you might have heard and starting off with birthdays. Today's birthday, main birthday for March 10 is Chuck Norris. He's 83 years old and all the Chuck Norris jokes have been told. So I shall spare you that today. Pull up your own list on the Internet and tell all the Chuck Norris jokes you want to today because, gosh darn it, Chuck Norris wants you to do that. He's 83 years old today. Yeah, there's a Chuck Norris joke there, but I had to get in there. 
John Hamm, the smashingly handsome actor, is 52 years old on the day. And Carrie Underwood, turning 40. Now, let me get into this. Carrie Underwood's in the list for this, the main ones because Christina McKay, my wife, loves Carrie Underwood. She also tells me that she doesn't have time for me to ramble off all these names, so stick to the ones that we're spotlighting. So if you like to hear other folks with birthdays today, you can blame Christina McKay. However, she probably doesn't care because I'm highlighting Carrie Underwood. Once again, 40-year-olds today, and of course the person that sings that waiting all night on for football thing of her NBC. Today is Mario Day. Mario Day. Uh, we celebrate Mario, the cartoon video game character. And why is March 10th Mario Day? Because if you make the I, or you split the space between the R and the I, uh, it's Mar 10. And Mar 10 looks a lot like Mario. And that's it. And so Nintendo basically seized the day, literally, to celebrate Mario, usually offering up um, specials and deals on games around this, this today. So check out to see if there's some Mario-themed things that are on sale today. The Mario movie, ironically enough, won't open until April. I think it's April 6th or 7th. So they can't even open the Mario movie on Mario Day. That would have been awesome. But celebrate your Mario days. Uh, pull out your own Game Boy. Uh, pull out, uh, you know, watch some, some Mario clips on the, um, the YouTube have some Mario fun today on your Mario day. Now, things that happened in history on today. 1969 in Memphis, Tennessee, James Earl Ray pleaded guilty to assassinating Martin Luther King Jr. He would later retract his guilty plea, as these things tend to happen. Uh, this is a critical day in history of the civil rights movement and, of course, not quite closure because, of course, he brought it back, but into the case of the assassination of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., in 1980, William Scott debuted as the new weatherman on NBC TV's Today Show. He was a popular weatherman in D.C. for a while. Of course, Willard Scott, the first Ronald McDonald, also a bozo the clown. Uh, but Willard Scott taking his perch for his longstanding time as the guy on Today Show. Everybody my age and much, much older grew up with Willard Scott telling them the, the weather, doing his thing, and, of course, the birthdays. Uh, Willard Scott began that run, that reign, maybe of terror, if you're not a Willard Scott fan, in 1980 on this day. And in 2007, in Germany, a man and his wife were getting a divorce. This was a very popular story, so a lot of people talk this one up uh, uh, as a bumper story around the days. But we're having trouble deciding who would get the summer house. So the man measured the home, then chainsawed it right down the middle. Then the man used a forklift to pick up his half and drove it away. Little pause for effect. Nothing happened. Just a pause for effect. Now, <laughs> one more thing you might not have heard today. You took a selfie and, well, it looks like your nose has grown. Research, yes, research, Rutgers, New Jersey Medical School, and Stanford University, two schools, good even together for this one, found that selfies distort your photo, all because of the way you're holding your phone, your smartphone. According to the research, selfies taken from 12 inches away from your face, a common distance for such phone photos makes the nose look wider and thicker. At this distance, men's noses appear 30% wider and women's noses 20% wider. 30 and 29 percent that's silly but okay a photo taken from five feet away with no has no discernible distortion in width you know who knows this as well photographers photographers know this this is why when i put my hand up to my face 
and you see my hand is as large as my face, you're probably pretty sure that my fan is not quite as large as my face. That is distortion from camera views. Knowledge. You learned something today. They, they did a study with two universities. 30% for men, 29% for women. Somebody's wasting money. Friday, March the 10th, 2023. I am Jay Cleveland Payne. My nose is wider and longer on the video. And there you go. There you have it. But we're going to wrap up for the week. We are already posting news stories as we teased already. Uh, all day long. All night long. 20 every 50 minutes. Uh, every 50 minutes a, um, a day. An hour? A moment? Every 50 minutes... Every 50 minutes. That's it. We're posting news stories all day long. So we get a whole bunch. Get about 30 to 33 in a really good day. Uh, full time. And, of course, all weekend, that's three days plus uh, extra couple hours. So we have lots to choose from. Make sure you're staying hydrated, staying limber, and staying on task for all the grand things you, yes, you, are expected to do. And maybe a few things you're not expected to do because... You know, things happen. But we need you around to do great things, grand things, awesome things. I want to remind you one more time, uh, because it has been kind of a heavy time uh, going forward in recent times, to check this out. If you need some help, need someone to talk to, call or text 988 on your cell phone for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Or you can go to 988lifeline.org online, chat there, English and Spanish, 24 hours a day. In the meantime... Do what you can to do what you can. We've got stories posting all weekend long. We're looking for you to do that heavy lifting so I can just sweep in and you know pick a couple stories, tell a couple really bad jokes, and you know take the profit. That's how it should work. In the meantime, like we say, uh, thank you so much for being with us. We love you. We love you. Love you. If this is worthy of your partnership, stop by our partnership page and see if there's some ways we can work together. Otherwise... Let's have some fun this weekend. Let's get some rest this weekend and let's enjoy ourselves.